Welcome to the One Life Podcast. We talk about things from One Life Church, but ultimately things we think can relate to you and your one only life. My name is Sarah Edmund. I'm one of your co-hosts of the podcast. Joined, as always, by co-hosts of the podcast and our lead pastor, Brett Nicholson. I like the music. Thanks. I do. It was, it was, it was a nice touch. It's, it's, it's a Christmas tune, supposedly, but it it's is? kind of, eh, it's, it was in like Christmas music section where we get music, but... Um, okay, because yeah. that would be a good trivia question. Like, in what way is this Christmas music? Like, yeah. Is there a melody in there I should be recognizing? Like, the Three know. Kings is in there or something? I just feel like yeah. it was kind of exciting and happy. It is. And it it kind sure. of communicated like good things are about to happen, like in a positive way. That's so what I'm hoping. Sure That's that. what I was going for. Hey, you know, it make sure it comes. That's pretty neat. This conversation comes out that way. So. <laughs> That's right. Um, and we're here with our friend, Jimmy Marshall. Jimmy's been on the podcast. Jimmy, welcome back. We are friends. Yeah. So I am here. Yep. I need an emotional support, so we brought Jimmy. That's emotional true. support, is that what he's doing? I'm going to watch primary you. goal. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, going to watch you do that, Jimmy. I will. Provide emotional support. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's funny. I was just looking. This is episode 119, oh, okay. 119, yeah, which is just wild to think about, that we just kind of had this idea oh, a couple of years ago. We're like, everybody's doing podcasts. We could probably do a podcast. And I was like, let me figure it out. It sounds fun to me. And yeah. here we are. You figured it out. 119 yeah. 119 of them. So when did we start? Was that 18? It was the table series. I remember that. Okay. Um, but I don't remember the first date. Um, I could look on my phone. Yeah, but, okay. Uh, yeah. I think it was fall of 2018. That's the bet I'm placing. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that's. I think that may be true. Never can tell. Oh, the music ended. And look the music at that. Ends. Perfect that's that. Right. Perfect that, timing. That perfect time. That's yeah. Right. So this episode is going to be a little bit different. We're talking a little bit about me, which is going to be awkward because normally I'm the person asking questions and um, wanted to come on and, and just share a little bit about some things that are happening with me, happening with One Life and some of the exciting yeah. things that I think uh, will be happening in the future. And um, yeah, so I'll just start out and let everybody know that I, I recently accepted a new job. Uh, I've been on staff here at One Life six years, almost six years, um, and I just took a new job with an organization called Fort Evansville. We've had them on the podcast, I believe twice. Um, you can go back and find those episodes as well and talk about some of the things that they've been doing and the whole goal of Four Evansville is something I'm excited about and something that I've always been excited about, even being a part of One Life, is connecting uh, with our city. And uh, We're from Evansville and Indiana and being a part of saying, hey, we know that there's a, a lot of amazing churches and people in those churches and a lot of amazing nonprofits and people work with those prof- nonprofits and some incredible leaders. And, you know, sometimes we need somebody to help unite them, uh, work together. And that's what Four Evansville is all about, is trying to bring those those people to the same table and, and work together. And um, I get to join them doing that. Starting a week from today. Yeah. So now we know that when they came to be on the podcast, they yeah. were not just being on the podcast. <laughs> they were circling they overhead. They you a card and everything. <laughs> I did. It's funny. I was cleaning out my desk today and I found one of Ross's cards that I think he gave me when he was on the podcast that day. Aha! Uh-huh. Which is funny. I knew it. See, I will back. trust no one ever again to come on here. And, uh, so. I, and Ross also taught here uh, that same, yes, one of did. those weekends. Uh-huh. So yeah, Ross, right. Ross Chapman, who's uh, been... You know, just integral. He and his wife Kittis have been integral in the part of uh, in the city of Evansville, just helping build and, and create some new opportunities and exciting things going on and being a part of conversations. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go in as the director of operations. People might be asking what's his role, and it's going to be a little bit different than what I do now. So, uh, right now, as a communications director at One Life, I've been doing a lot of things that are more creative. Um, and in the last couple of years, a lot of production, a lot of production work, and I won't be doing a lot of that. I'll be helping manage projects. And help set some systems up and efficiency for some of the things that they're doing. And it's going to be a kind of a new endeavor for me. 
Yeah, and for you, that was a little bit of a driver, of my understanding, is the nature of the job, uh, yeah. going from producing things or production issues to operational things. It is, and it's funny because I always thought, I remember we, I don't remember what series it was, but we were talking about different things, and we've talked about different specific ways, you know, people are pastoral or apostolic or, um, you know, some of these gifts we talk about, you know, in the Bible, that, you know, sometimes we just say people are apostles. Well, actually, they're, you know, have they're apostolic in a certain way or people aren't pastors, they're pastoral, right? You know, and I always thought of these ways of like being a creative was a way to really help people understand the gospel in a unique way. And there was a season in my life where that's where I knew I was supposed to do that and and things like this. And and I still believe in like the podcast and still want to be a part of it if that works out and I'm saying that officially on the podcast. (laughs) So can throw that in there. Um, But, but, you know, in other ways that we've created films and told stories, it's always been my favorite thing about working in one life is, is learning people's stories and telling them. And, and there's something, I think in the last year and a half, two years, we talk about, you know, COVID has changed our world completely. And we've tried to figure out how can we focus on creating content for people that may be consuming it from home um, and not in the community that we have grown accustomed to being a part of. And I think there was excitement of that, about that at first, like we're still going to keep this going. And then after a while it started to become, not fun for me. And I don't really know when that shifted or what specifically changed, but I think I've just gotten older <laughs> too. And the way that I, that uh, yeah. And I think even things like social media are not things that I get super excited about, but it's actually part of my job here is to think about social media, um, and some of those things. And it's like, okay, I've really been praying through it. And I remember saying actually to, to you and Natalie, a couple, I think it was last year's Christmas party. I'm like, maybe I'm a lid here. Maybe there's another thing here where I'm like a lid of like keeping things from moving forward. And I think part of it is that excitement. Um, there's somebody that's really excited about it. And you know, we hired Jimmy a year ago and a little over a year ago now. And it's been great. Like Jimmy's excited about everything. I am excited. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's, that's a good thing for him to be. Yeah. He's happy and excited and loves, you know, um, creating things and finding new ways to connect with people and, um, and social media, like I didn't really watch YouTube until I started working with Jimmy. Now it's my main source of like media. I just watch YouTube all the time. Very addicting. <laughs> that's what <laughs> signed up for YouTube premium that's last you night. Brought Brett. To his life. Oh, you did. Yeah. Now there's no I ads. Know people actually did that. There's no ads. I'll never go back. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. How much does it cost? I, it, well, I got so three months free. It's the only reason I did free. it. <laughs> She's never going to cancel it. So it's okay. okay. It's like $11 cancel. a month. No ads. It's like, okay. Get rid of Hulu, YouTube. Yeah, like there that. you go. But that's what I do. I mean, I watch YouTube all the time. That is my main source of content. I don't want, I mean, now that I'm married, we do watch some Netflix series and stuff like that. But before that, my I wouldn't watch TV. I would just watch YouTube all day. That was my thing. So wow. I share that love with everyone around me, and now Sarah is addicted to it. <laughs> and now she's... <laughs> this is what happens, you like know? like the plague. Like, is this a win or a loss? I don't know. <laughs> I'm supposed to be influencing next generation. Next generation is influencing in. me. Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah. uh, I, I think it's it's important to, out of the gate, before we kind of go in, in one direction, is that if if you're at One Life and you just heard Sarah said, say that, you might react negatively. Um, I mean, I would probably be like, oh. What does that mean? Like uh, now I, I take it as, is it's an okay thing because you're saying it on the podcast <laughs> and you're all just sitting there kind of talking about it openly. Uh, but I think I'd want to calm people's fears a little bit of what that means and what it doesn't mean. And because um, we've done this before, we've had people that have been on our staff that have uh, uh, kind of as a way station before they left. We um, 
we had him on here and we talked to him about that and we try to be open with that. So uh, I guess in some ways I'd calm people's fears that for the foreseeable future, as far as we know, you put a little official thing out there. You'd like to continue the podcast yeah, uh, because this is something you enjoyed and I don't know why you wouldn't because the other thing was as much as you're able. Again, we, we always have to hedge this by saying you don't know what your future really is going to look like, your new position, your new job. Uh, but uh, that you would continue to do that in, in, in a, volunteer capacity as it were and mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and want to do that because uh in theory you you like being a part of the one life family as far as a church goes yeah. and uh plan to be uh at the west campus is that still kind of in the cards it is and i told you this after we just had our staff retreat uh, a couple weeks ago um and i remember one of the, i was in the midst of making this decision and really praying through it at our staff retreat which is just funny to think about now um and one of the things I remember walking away from that thinking is like, I did a lot of watching that weekend um, and just kind of just watching from the background and kind of just seeing people interact with each other and, and seeing how relationships have grown over the last, you know, even three to six months. I mean, some of our staff members are, are fairly new and to see how immediately they've made an impact in connecting with our community. I was like, this is community for me too. I've been a part of the East campus in a really unique way for the last two years. And I think there's a lot of relationships here that I don't want to lose either. So I think I'll, you'll probably see me around the East campus a little bit as well. I mean, right. I think I'll kind of be uh, bouncing, bouncing around. Um, but yeah, my goal is to still be a part of the One Life family. And, and um, I was a volunteer uh, at One Life for probably five years before I was on staff. And um you know, I think I'm going to take a little bit of time and just kind of get to come to church for a little while before I jump back in and trying to help with some things as a volunteer, but except for the podcast, because that's one of my favorite things I get to do. So. Except for the podcast. That's yeah. right. So, so like hanging out with you, Brett. We've become you friends. You really mean that, sir? Is yep. that, that, that a thing? Brett, oh, we've become friends, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know how many friends well, you have, but you know, <laughs> I, like, I get to be one of them. So. Oh, might yeah. be one of them. Depends on how you define friend. <laughs> I know you don't like to just hang <laughs> out with people. We get to hang out, you know, every out. couple That's weeks. Right. So. But, uh, yeah, but I always like purpose behind hanging out. Yep. So this helps. I can hang out with people here. It's yeah. like, uh, cause it's not my natural inclination. So, but, but th- that's important for people to know because, uh, Sarah has been a face and a voice, especially of our church for quite some time. And so that can be a little rattling. Uh, I remember hearing at a conference several years ago, there was a guy that said, okay, so there's three kinds of people on your staff when they leave. And so there are those you're secretly relieved if they do, um, which, you know, can't comment on that a whole lot, but I've experienced that before way, way, way back there. Um, and then there's others you're like, oh gosh, that it's going to be hard to replace. That's going to be a struggle. And there are those who, when they tell you that, you want to go out and throw up uh, because it, mm. it hit you. And uh, and Sarah is affectionately known as a throw up person. Oh yeah. So oh. That's what I, <laughs> I wonder where that story was going. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, because it, it it hits you a little harder just because of different people and their and their impact on you and the and the, what they've brought. Uh, to, and, and I think that's not only true of me, but I think it's true of people in our congregation because even though they may not know you personally, there's a certain. Uh, your personality comes through on the videos or, or through the audio work that you do and on the podcast. And, and, and so, oh, you know, you're, you're going somewhere else that can be a little, um, unsettling. And so, uh, don't, I, I guess my coaching to anybody would be don't be terribly unsettled. Um, but, you know, it, it's not a signal of something bad. I think we did have honest conversations about the job yeah. itself. Uh, the nature of the job was starting to become unsatisfactory. And we were hoping to find something else that would fit that that place that you were really looking for, yeah. uh, but uh, weren't very successful in doing that. 
However, the cool thing about it is, even though I'll be totally suspicious of all Forevansville people from here on out when they come around our place, uh, is that we got to be in a little bit on the launch out of Forevansville. We, uh, not that we started it or anything like that, but we were connected to the people who did and got to be a part of the beginnings. And we have uh, people in One Life are very involved with, um, with Forevansville, including people on the board and things of that nature. So it's, yeah. it feels like a family thing still. And that's always helpful for me um, whenever I, Whenever I think about someone who's not going to be around as much, I yeah. Think, well, they're it's kind of like my kids. They live in different houses now, but they're they're still my kids. Well, and it, it's what's unique about a nonprofit. So we say nonprofit, and some people, if you're familiar with a nonprofit, you kind of understand that. If you're not, there's kind of always this like some nonprofits are Christian based, some are not. Um, but the whole goal, this is a Christian based nonprofit, and the goal is to be the church in the city, right? So it's like I'm still going to be a part of the church and working for the church just maybe not One Life Church as a staff member. And I think that's, for me, it's exciting because, you know, and I, I said, you know, more of what our job has become. And I don't mean this as it's a bad thing. It's just for me, I think after a while, it's like, you know, I feel like God stirred in me. It's like, I want to be outside the walls of our buildings. And um, what we've had to kind of try to figure out is like, you know, we're spending a lot of time focusing on how do we engage people, whether that's online um, who are connecting with us from their homes, from their cars, from their phones, you know, when they're waiting places. And and then also still people on Sunday mornings, and then we have multiple campuses, and it's just different. And for some reason, it just became a thing where I was like, I don't think I'm doing a very good job. Oh. <laughs> um, and, and it's kind of a weird place to live in, you know, feeling like, yeah, I don't know if I'm I'm able to do this in the same capacity I was at one time. Um, I don't know. So for me, it was a, a really unique opportunity when I did connect with four ovens. And I was like, wow, this is, is something I've always been excited about. One of my favorite things about being a part of one life when I first came was how connected we were with the things in our community. Um, and we did city serve days, but then also, you know, some of our small groups, the group or growth groups that I was a part of were just involved in something, you know, in the city all the time. And it was always a unique opportunity to be a part of, saying there's really a lot of great things going on. Let's celebrate that as the church together. So I'm yeah. excited to be a part of that. And that'll, and that'll help people know as well. I mean, I know your goal is to be more a part of the One Life family, but part of her job will be to connect with other churches around yep. the community. So that's why we say we don't know what her life's going to look like, honestly. Yeah, that's and, true. So let's not make promises we can't keep, you know. But uh, It's true. I get it. For right. Brent doesn't trust me quite yet. That's right. But, you yeah, know. well, you're part of Four Evansville now, so yeah. by definition, I can't trust you that much. Yeah. I hope Ross listens to this. I hope um, so, too. But, but I, and I said to you, you know, but we'd had a, um, when we got to meet just you and I one-on-one, and I was saying, you know, we were talking about that, you know, that for me, I don't, Okay, if you've listened to the podcast, you've maybe know that like I don't have family when I go home. You know, like I, I live by myself. You know, I'm, I'm 37. Like you always make jokes about how old are you? I've never actually said it officially in the podcast. Uh, so no, now that's true. Now that's right. officially, yeah. and I technically didn't know. I, I forgot. Well, there you go. <laughs> I was <laughs> living on 40, uh, yeah. and and it's one of those things for me. Like I need community. You know, I need to be in community with people. And I will tell anyone who's listening: if you are in the midst of trying to figure out what life looks like whether alone, whether you've been disconnected from people for the last two years, find community. And I would say the local church is the best place to start doing that. Um, and for me, that's still, it's here, it's where it is. And so I, I can't imagine disconnecting from that, um, completely. So, uh, it yeah. just wouldn't make sense to me. Something that, is, that is one of the things. And, and I guess uh, people, one of the reasons we do the podcast for a number of reasons, one of them is kind of give a little bit of insight behind the scenes as it were. 
And, and that's one of the things that people need to know is that we, we, we try hard to be, everybody has their own separate lives and we go home at the end of the day, just like everybody else at the end of a work day, but we try hard to be, make it more family and, and be very deep in relationship and friendships. And that's why we do the retreats. It's why we try to expend extended time together. And so it's not just a job that you do. And so when people, and inevitably this is the way people, as you, as you get older and you make different decisions, We've had several times when people have had to step off and, and some of them really hurt. Yeah, they're the mm-hmm. kind of like, cause, cause that's the price you pay for that. You, okay, we want to go deep with our friendships, but it's a job in the end. And so people can step in other jobs and other opportunities for various reasons. And, and when that happens, uh, yeah, tears are shed and it's, it's, uh, it's, it can be pretty brutal. So, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but it, it's, it's a good thing that there's some hurt there because it's not one of those, oh, I'm actually secretly relieved. It's not one of those, you know, um, you know yeah. we don't have that. So that's a good thing. And I think it's important to say, and I don't, maybe you can help me um, shape this this conversation or even this comment a little bit, but working full-time for a, a church is, is kind of hard. <laughs> like, yeah. it, And I don't know how to explain that to people because there's this feeling – I mean, I've had a lot of people when they say, hey, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I, I work at, at One Life. Like, these are One Lifers. So I'm like, okay, but what's your job? Like, what do you do it throughout the rest of the week? And I'm like, I, I work at One Life. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, I thought that was just on Sundays. And, and there's right, so right, much yeah. other stuff that goes on um, that you get to be invested in real people's lives. Like, any job that you have, don't get me wrong, every job is hard and you're connected to people and there's there's relationships that you're managing. But there's something a little bit different um, working and a ministry uh, where you are really involved, like really invested in people's lives. And it can be really exciting and really high celebrations. And sometimes it can be really hard and it doesn't make sense. And it's Mm -hmm. very tough to figure out how to like figure out the next step beyond that. And so, you know, I've been, like I said, six years on staff and been a lot of, and a lot of those situations, a lot of great things to celebrate and some things that have been really, really hard. And I think for me having a little bit of a break from my mind, (laughs) Um, will be really healthy for a while. So I can continue to love being a part of the church in a really fun and unique way and and celebrate those things. But then also one thing I really want to do is what I've loved kind of doing in the last couple of years is just checking on some of the staff, you know, just coming in and stopping by, Hey, how's it going? And taking 30 minutes to just check in. I'm going to check in on Jimmy a lot. That'd be great. You probably should. Yeah, that's right. I need help. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be very different without Sarah being here because, um, because me and Sarah usually work pretty closely together. Uh, she's one of the people that's almost always in the building, and I'm almost always in the building. So uh, it, it's going to be weird that first day when she's not here, and I walk <laughs> in the office. I'm like, oh, because she 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 brought her box today to collect her things. I'm like, I'm not ready. Oh, you did that today? Yeah, she Just walked in. She walked in with the box. That. And I'm like, no, <laughs> that it, a bit of drag. No, yeah, but, a few things. But yeah, so so working with Sarah has been awesome and I, I think that's one of my favorite parts of working here and just kind of how our relationship has grown uh, with her and then now Chris is on staff and he's super fun to be around and so that's probably one of my favorite things is the people I get to work with so it's definitely different than any other job I've had in that sense where you you do you do build those deep meaningful con- connections with the people that you work with 
Yeah, and you guys, a lot of times when I go in the office there, I mean, there's other people who are theoretically supposed to be there, but yeah. it's usually the two of you yeah. are in this room. You know, it's, Oh, there they are. And now it'll be just you in that room. It's, so sad. it's a very large room, too. Oh, I it's know. Like, it's it looks, a big room. It shouldn't be just for like one person yeah. sitting there. You get the largest office of anybody in Tri-State. You know? <laughs> so uh, that'll be a little weird yeah, at well. first, but we'll work on filling it out. But uh, you know, I want to go back to, you're talking about, the difficulty of working in a church environment. I've heard it said, I don't know if I have data on this, but that, that pastoral ministry has the highest dropout rate of any profession. And some people are surprised at that because, number one, people think you only work on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, they think, it, wow, it's, it's got to be very, very meaningful and purposeful. And yeah. people, and, and I've had people, we've hired a lot of people out of the marketplace. Uh, I, was, I worked in the marketplace. I worked at factories and restaurants sure. and did a number of things like that. So you go into the church and there's a certain fun to it and there's a certain thing that the marketplace doesn't have. But what you don't expect is it has a kind of difficulty that's not in the marketplace in the same way. Again, it's having been in the marketplace, it's got its own kind of problems too that are really, really hard. But the, that there is a, there is a thing to the church world because I think it is. It's because it's really dealing with the deepest parts of people. Mm. Um, you know, and usually they hit the church when they're really in crisis mm. or, or the church becomes more meaningful when you're in crisis. Like if a marriage is really in crisis, they'll come to a pastor or they'll come to church. A lot of people show up at church first. Uh, they'll come up to me and say, you know, I just, uh, my wife walked out of me last night, Th- those kinds of things. And so you're in the thick of all these very heavy issues and that can be emotionally uh, taxing. And like I said, you, you, you kind of need a break from carrying that weight. Uh, I guess you do, you, you do it without even realizing that yep. you're doing it um, because you're so interconnected with people and it's so fundamentally relational. And then you throw the whole God thing in there too, with their mm-hmm. spiritual lives and, and, and all that. It, it can be, yeah, it has a certain weightiness about it that, that can be a and you've done this for a long time, Brett. So I haven't I mean, done it for a long you've time. Got a, That's right. A lot of weights, I'm sure you've carried and continue to carry. Yeah. And I think you learn a little bit. And and I guess you know if anyone's listening, don't get me wrong. I know that those things are still going to be part of who I am because that's right. just how I'm wired. And I still am going to want to, in a sense, try to care for people wherever I am, whether that's in you know sure. with my new you know coworkers or um, the places that we get to be a part of. I mean, that's still going to be there. But there's just I can't. It's just really hard to put your finger on like. There's a lot of conversations that I would never be a part of, you know, um, not on staff that you are on staff, you know, that you just kind of need to be aware of to be prepared yeah. for. And you can hear those things and you walk out of the room and you're like, that is now in this, you know, imaginary backpack that I carry around. That's in the, that's one of those weights that's just there. Yeah. And, um, and then taking every, I mean, think about, you know, different, not necessarily one life, but like most time you like when you hear like rules that get created in places like, Oh, that was created because somebody did something stupid. Right. You know, it's like, right, there's, of course, yeah. <laughs> like there's some of those things you just like, Oh, now that's going to change how we do this or change how we think about that. And, um, and there's just some of those things, but, um, yeah. Uh, but different topic we you're talking about come from the marketplace actually in the room that we're recording in right now, um, was one of my first times we recorded uh, a Thursday, uh, recording message. So, uh, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Brett um, usually each week does a pre-recorded message, and there was a time that's kind of what we showed at campuses. Now everything we show on Sundays are, is live, but we usually have a backup recording in case internet would fail. Or we also do it just for eval purposes, and, and it's still a unique thing that I don't know if too many people would do that, where they would go in and allow these random people to just tell you like, "Brett, we didn't like that. You should change this," or you know, right. you, 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 <laughs> we did a lot of that this past week, and then did an incredible job of making tweaks and shifts to make it flow in a really great way and we can talk about this Sunday um, in a minute if we want but I remember being in this room and actually standing over there by the door because I was trying to 
not be, get as close. I was just like, I don't know where to go. I don't understand, you know, having all these fears. And we were, were just standing here praying before um, we got ready to record. And I just started crying because I was like, I'm at a place where I get to pray with people. Mm. Like that's unique. You don't get to do that a lot of places. And I think there's still times I do that. I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's a place where I get to pray with people. Like we get to share each other's burdens and pray with one another. That is unique and amazing and incredible. And that's some of those high things you want to celebrate. Right. Um, yeah. And so coming from the marketplace, it is a reminder. Like this is a different, um, environment than you get to be a part of a lot. Yeah. When I delivered office products and, and, uh, in in a print shop, I I didn't, we didn't stand around and before I went out, they didn't commission me with prayer and ask me how my family was or that sort of thing. And and again, and, and prayer actually connects you on a deeper level with people. If a lot of times you're, we've been together when I remember when we all went through very difficult things together, something happened in the church. It was kind of crisis level and we all kind of huddled and, and prayed and, and cried and did the whole thing. And so those, those moments kind of meld you in, in ways that you, you might not get somewhere else. So yeah, it is, it's a little hard to put your finger on, but you know it and, and you sense yeah. it and, uh, as you go in. So. Yeah. But I do want to, you know, we, we can, and if anyone has any questions, feel free to reach out to me again, podcast at onelifechurch.org. I think I still have access to that. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We haven't locked you out of exactly. all your accounts. Um, but, you know, I mean, if anyone has any questions about stuff, I'm happy to, to have conversations. And, you know, I've talked about some of the heaviness. But there, I do want to take some time, and, and unless there's other questions you want to ask, I have two things I want to do with the rest of our time. One, I want to talk about some fun things that have happened over the years and celebrate some of those right. things together. But two, the other thing I want to do and why we had Jimmy on the podcast, you know, one of the things when I started at One Life, I remember the first thing I said, I came with some friends and I was like, I'm not going to do anything because I was super involved in my previous church. I'm like, I'm just going to go and I'm going to attend the second week. Someone invited me to work with students. And the <laughs> next thing I know, I'm like leading students at our West campus on a volunteer basis and <laughs> did that for like four years. And it was amazing and I loved it. But what I always loved and, and, you know, um, you know, one of my friends who helped kind of get student ministry going here was always focused on how do we lead the next generation to pour into them to be the ones that are going to be leaders in the future, right? Yeah. That was always the thing that I was always so excited about. And, you know, was able to do that here. I had a group of uh, middle schoolers that uh, a friend, of, another friend of mine, we co-led with them from uh, sixth grade all the way through seniors. And it was incredible. And it's a, a unique experience that if you ever have an opportunity to do it, it's a lot of investment of time, but it's totally worth it. Um, still talk to those girls today and I'm grateful and thankful for that. And they are the future leaders. And, I think that's what's really exciting for me is knowing that someone like Jimmy, um, who have been able to invest in and be a part of and, and, you know, in a sense train and I don't know, mentor in a way of like giving him ideas of like, you know, make sure when you go in these conversations, think this or do this, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, but I'm more excited than ever to know that that's continuing to happen here at One Life. It's like, of course I'd love to be like Jimmy. Saw you, man. Like you're the captain now. You know, I'm that's the what, captain now. That's what we've been saying. Um, and I think that's beautiful and unique and that's why I wanted to be, um, always what One Life has been a part of is focusing on the next generation. And here's a really cool and real thing that's happening. So I wanted to make sure that we highlighted that. Well, and you were right to highlight that because the, the, one of the story behind that is that we were, when we knew the position was going to be opening, we actually did post something. And, and Natalie and I would, would talk to one another about what we wanted and what we were looking for. <laughs> and we would say, we, we want to find the Jimmy for that job, you know, we had Jimmy and then we had, we wanted to find the Jimmy for that job. And then it finally dawned on us, wait a minute, 
We have the Jimmy. For that I job. am the Jimmy. He's Jimmy. He is the Jimmy. So why would you not just use the actual Jimmy that you have instead of looking for another one that you don't have? And uh, so he will be actually stepping into that role uh, that she has been filling and uh, and and doing that and and truly going you know taking the torch and yeah uh, as in the, as the next generation person. That's one of the reasons we said it because Jimmy is he is our token young guy. That's true. <laughs> I'm only 16. That's <laughs> not true. That's right. right. I'm 23. Right. It's still my yeah, Michael Jordan I just found year. out that right. Sarah's 37. Yeah. I know. thought she was like uh, 24. You know, exactly. <laughs> no, but I, I am super excited because like Sarah said, she I've definitely seen it. Uh, I think she's been, because I work with her every day, she's been one of the most um, integral part of me kind of becoming who I am in the last year. Like I feel like I've grown so much as a person and uh just in like my belief systems and how I do things. And uh, so I, I just uh, can't thank her enough for all the things that she's done in that capacity. So, uh, so uh, going into this role, I am like Sarah was saying, I am super excited about communications and uh, in all the things that come with it, because I think she says she doesn't really get excited about social media anymore, except YouTube, which I got her into. But for me, like that's the, that's the stuff I breathe every day. It's like, I go home and do this stuff for fun. So it's like <laughs> social media, YouTube, yeah. TikTok. That's just kind of the world I live in. And, uh, I think it's the world a lot of people live in. So being able to do that as a job, it's, yeah. uh, it's pouring out that passion and sharing with other people. I, I'm super excited about. Yeah, and already he's been, he was coaching us. We were just talking before this, and he was coaching us on what we ought to do and how we ought to go about things. And He's got a document. Know. He's ready. I know. I had, well, no, I had I notes know. ready right. to go. That's right. He's locked and loaded. He said, yeah. I asked him, first question I asked him, he put out, well, I got my notes here. I've got mm-hmm. my notes here. But, but it is interesting because, like, I do this at home for fun. It's, it's not like, because I, I know sometimes people go to their job and they do it because it's their job. And I think to some degree that's a generational thing, but I'm just so excited that. I get to the things that I do for my job. I also do for fun. Like that's just the stuff that gives me energy and the stuff that I love to do. And then I also get to do that as my job. So yeah. I'm very, excited. That, that, that I'm, I'm very excited for you too. Yeah. And I, I genuinely mean, I couldn't be happier to hand, you know, some of the things I hope I've built, um, a, a solid system couldn't be happier to hand it over to Jimmy. I mean, it makes the most sense to me. And I think, um, if you're listening and you're part of One Life, you know Jimmy already. You've already, I've probably seen him on some of the content and videos we've created. Almost every graphic you've seen over the last year has been something Jimmy's created, and um, just a has really understands um, the One Life brand and wants to take it, you know, even further and continue to make it focused for a younger generation, um, but still being able to connect with any generation. Oh, yeah. And so it's really unique. Um, and I think what's also cool is, you know, Jimmy and I are friends and yes. it's really easy. Like, Hey, he's, if six weeks down the road, he's like, I can't know where this is. He can call me, you know, it's like some new person, they better not call me. No, I'm just kidding. Like, too. But, <laughs> um, but like Jimmy, like it just makes sense. I think it'll be easy to kind of continue with that transition. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for one life. Honestly, I really am. I'm excited to be a part of coming in on a Sunday and seeing what you guys are created and. I'll be like, that was super cool. Mm. How'd you do that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And what's awesome is that Sarah's not only been the mentor, she was the one that kind of did the whole interview process and went after what, you know, someone to, someone out there to, to find, to bring in the whole bit. Yeah. Oh, there's a good. whole story behind that. Her, the, I know. You guys took a chance on me. The whole story. <laughs> He's one of the first person people interviewed and I'm like, I kind of just want to hire him now, but it was a whole, whole process. So. It was a whole but, process. And here he is. That's mm-hmm. right. Here he is. But I, I do think, Susan, because I remember the, the whole process being kind of crazy. And then looking back, it's like, 
I really do believe it was a God thing where this is where I was supposed to be. And I think when something like that happens, it's, uh, it's uh, for me and Malia I really wanted it to be, it's like, okay, we don't want to just force this. Like we don't want to go there because of these reasons, but I felt like going back time and time again, this is where God wanted me to be. And that's super exciting. Yeah. I believe it too. It's confirmed every day. All the time. We are here. If we could only find the Jimmy for this job. <laughs> and here I am. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. We have one. Yeah. So I guess we, can we say then that we're trying to find someone to fill Jimmy's old job now? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Okay, graphics. Good. What are we calling graphics? Graphics and, and media designer. Graphics I think that was my official role. designer. Man, I would consider that job just to have that title. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of graphics, but there's some video work as well. That's right. So. You can see some media stuff. Hopefully you got a little bit of video background. Be nice. Mm-hmm. You know, totally. Really. Well, yeah, and it's funny because I remember I uh, learned all that stuff on YouTube. Like, that's how I uh, started. Right. I started in high school by pirating Photoshop. And Jimmy, you can't say that. I can't say it. For <laughs> legal reasons, for legal reasons I didn't pirate Photoshop. Uh, <laughs> but so I did that, and I love that, especially for the next generation. The, the kids that are passionate about graphics and video, they have all the tools that they need to uh, get good at this stuff. So it's uh, exciting to see the next generation do that. I don't know if you remember this. I, you probably remember because you remember all these things. But I remember them. <laughs> I remember telling you when you took this job because one of the things you said you wanted to do is you thought you wanted to be a lead pastor someday. It's yep. something you've always felt like. And I said, I don't want you to not think that, but mm-hmm. I also want you to realize that in this role, um, in creative especially, um, that you're going to be a pastor in a really unique way as well. Yeah. Like being pastoral to people and creating that. And I think even in the communications job, it's even more, especially yeah. when you're creating content, you know, weekly content for people um, and being able to tell stories. It does get hard to think of some stories every week, but mm. I have no doubts you'll figure it out. I have a system for it. Yeah. Got a system. That's it's right. It's homework for life. It does. <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very cool. I have Chris do yeah. something sometimes. He yeah. can do some stuff. He's, he's, yeah, he's yeah. good on camera. He, he's pretty good. He's got some funny stories. Sometimes he you got to rein him in, though. You That's gotta, true. He says things about hating kids. You can't do that. <laughs> I know. We played it on a Sunday. <laughs> Especially you when you're the kids that. guy. Yeah, we might want to keep from funny. that. But anyway. Well, 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 yeah, well, speaking of, so the other thing you wanted to get to was yeah. just uh, things that have happened, some yeah. fun stuff that you remember. Stories. Stories from... Your journey. Oh, man. Um, uh, we we just went to lunch today, and we talked about some of them. <laughs> now my brain just went completely blank, of course. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah, that's right. Because time's come. Um, but, we, uh, man, so Ellen, uh, who is you know part of our team, Ellen was – she's been on our podcast before yeah. and, and, some, and some, told some really incredible stories. But um, Ellen was one of those people you always just go and you just sit and you just chat with. You just kind of learn and glean from Ellen and – uh, sharing some of that with her today. I was like, you know, I missed, I'll miss those conversations. I've missed those because she hasn't been in the office as much the last couple of years, but still part of our team very much. And, um, some of those things, but, um, you know, funny things, you know, that we've been a, been a part of, we talked about, um, so city serve day, something that we, um, have, have been a part of traditionally in the past here at Walnut church where, um, on a specific day throughout the year, uh, we have people mobilized all throughout our communities to go and create these really great projects for, uh, different places in the community, whether that's outside or inside, just doing some service type projects. And we always wanted people to sign up so we knew where they were going. <laughs> and so one of the things I started doing when I was creating videos here uh, for like weekly updates is I would just go around and ask the staff like, hey, have you signed up for City Survey yet? And I did not tell them like I did not tell anyone I was coming to ask them this. I just showed up and our video guy was just walking around with the camera. I had a microphone. And two of my favorites, one was Andy Miles. I walked up to her. And I was like, Andy, have you signed up for City Survey yet? She's like, yep. I was like, cool. Where are you going? And she just kind of paused and she goes, Oh no, I haven't signed up yet. Like just <laughs> blank. Like she thought totally she totally lied. Yeah. She didn't know. She's like, wait, no, I haven't. 
And then the other one is I knocked on your door, Brad, in your office, just walked in. You're like, hello. And I'm like, hey, Brad, have you signed up for city survey yet? And you're like, oh, no, not yet. And I'm like, okay, I'll wait. <laughs> just <stood laughs> That's there. right. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Signed up right there. Yeah. That's of, pretty funny. Yeah, that's right. Instead of yeah. trying to kick you out, they're like, I, I didn't, I thought, do I have to sign up? Is that a thing? <laughs> Yeah. I'd like to think maybe I don't have to, but I did. I had Signed to sign up. Sign up like right everybody there. else. That's right. You need to know where people were going. Yeah. yeah. Create forms, something that communication started doing at some point. So yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, a lot of things with the videos, and that was one thing. At, and I talked to Brett, you know, literally, I mean, I remember sitting downstairs and you're like, hey, I've got this idea. We think you're pretty good on camera and talking to people. What if you started doing like weekly announcements? And I'm like, oh, okay, I could try that. We could try that. And it turned into this thing that people started saying, I look forward to that every week. Because <laughs> I did silly things yeah. and goofy things. I look back at some of them now. I'm like, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. Um, I remember Matt slapping Matt with ketchup. Oh, yeah. He was actually really mad about that one. Uh, oh, he literally was mad? Yeah, he didn't yeah. get mad too often, but he was just like, I really wish you would have done that. Because I asked him if I could do it, and he said no. And of course, I did it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't remember the ketchup one. Yeah. I remember the, the somebody got hit with a kick, not a kickball, a dodgeball. That was me. Yeah. Okay. That, you got hit stairwell, with it. Though. And he was supposed yeah. to just kind of toss it and he slung it. Oh, and man. at the end of the video, you hear me go, Matt. <laughs> that was genuine. Back and forth. But then they slow mo it too. And then you, you kind of saw it kind of. I think so. I yeah. I forgot about that. Really just waylaying you in, yeah. the, in, in the face. And that was real. It was good. It, 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 was. it was. My glasses fell off too. No stunt double or anything. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's. Oh, See, funny. good times right there. Yeah, that's right. Good times. And you got me on video doing a moose call. I remember that was always <laughs> a fever. Yeah, it's, she told me to do a moose call. I'm like, okay, I, I don't know how to do phone. a moose call, but she keeps that on her phone just to bring it out. Exactly. And I think I've always had this perception. They've made it out occasionally, but there are there are like blooper reels there sitting on true. your computer that are just living the there until the right moment. Yeah. So we yeah. need them. Just for yeah. laughter. So, what happens to those? I mean, are you taking them with you, or are they no. just stashed away? By... No, they're on a hard drive. Okay, they're on a hard okay. drive. They're, they should be in a folder. Okay, I believe. they're hiding, this lurking back exactly. there. If, they can serve as taking down point. a few pegs. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what people have to know. Is that usually, I mean, the the sermons have got to the place where I do it in maybe one take. Uh, sometimes I'll miss a take, but the announcement ones. There's always like 12 takes. Oh, it's yeah. It's terrible. It's, it's those it's short 30-second like, videos. It's th- those things are, it is. It's a lot harder than you think, especially ending them. You know, mm, if you don't practice up, how are you going to end up? You know, I'm going to end with, God bless you, or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it never feels right. And so you're talking, and you go, wait a minute, I don't, I've never figured out how to end this. And then you make one little mistake, it just gets magnified. So those are living out there somewhere. All these, you know, scratch attempts for me to do that. Sure. So, yeah. That's true. Any other Where stories are, come up yeah. you guys think of? Jimmy's been here a year. Been been here a year, yeah. I remember we did uh, at Core, which is um, something where we used to have um, leaders gather once a month, um, or every so often together to kind of just learn and and, and kind of be involved in what's happening around one life. And uh, one of the Christmas cores, which is we always did a bigger production, we did like a kind of like a Jimmy Fallon, and I was the host. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, that was you were yeah. the host. That's pretty fun. Is that the one where Tiffany? fell uh, off the stage yep. and yelled something you're she probably did. not supposed to yell at a church meeting yeah and and everybody yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's even funnier coming from tiffany <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> kind of the last Stay. person that you would expect so that good. from and then she did it, it was, was so a good. hard fall yeah that's right she was see that's the that's the problem uh sarah is that 
you've become that for people. See, you're that face and that voice. And uh, who else would be Jimmy Fallon? See, mm. no one else can play Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Marshall. Here, right? Jimmy Marshall. Jimmy Marshall. I've even got the yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> there, there you go. That's right. Already in line. But it's the approachability factor. It's yeah. that. It's that. Um, uh, I see you on the screen, but you can be my friend. Kind of feel that vibe oh, totally. that you get. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah, I was telling you guys earlier uh, in the meeting that when you watch people online or just on a screen for a long enough period, you feel like your friends. Like mm. to some degree, I feel like Mr. Beast is my friend, even though I know he's definitely not. You want him to be your friend for sure. Yeah. So, but and it's weird being on the other side of that. It's like people come up to you and they talk to you like they've known you for years, and yeah. you're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that happened. But they know everything about That's you. happened a few times. One, I still remember I was Christmas shopping and somebody came up to me and she goes, you don't know me, but I know you. I said, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's right. All uh, right. I'm scared. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then she was like, oh yeah, I got one life. And I was like, oh, okay, great. So you could have prefaced right. with that. Yeah. <laughs> but your persona comes across where people would think that more naturally than they might me or anybody else is just that because you... You come across as just, yeah, that, that person would be my friend and they're approachable and it's well, true. kind. I still want to do that. I still want to be people's friends. And yeah. I think it might be, I think <laughs> no, might. that's ending. That's, that's one of the friends. prices you pay for going to <laughs> for Evansville. <laughs> no more friendship. I think, uh, I think I want to find, you know, other ways to kind of have that outlet. Um, right. and I think there's two things that, you know, if I can go back to a little bit of the more serious side, you know, uh, is that I've kind of been thinking of. And I think, um, you know, one is, is I've always kind of had this thought of like, you know, God said to me, like, sometimes you, you need to get out of the way for other things to happen. And that's one thing I'm excited about. I think I can kind of get out of the way so new things can happen, like Jimmy come in and come have really great ideas and build upon, I hope, a pretty solid foundation that we've created over the yeah. last six years that it's like, okay, some things were kind of not, didn't work running efficient. We weren't pretty efficient right now with a pretty small staff. And uh, to be able to take that and run with it is really exciting. But the other thing, I've kind of always had in my head too, is that there's a part of me that even as we joke about like, yeah, I've been on videos and approachable and people start thinking they know you. There's a side of you that really starts to like that. Mm. And, and that kind of has always scared me a little bit that like, am I doing this because I like the notoriety of it? Mm. And, and I remember a time where I feel like God said to me, it's like, would you give this up for me? Like, would you give this part up for me? And I think there's a, a part of me that's like, has wanted to say no. And I think in this point I'm saying yes. But also there's a side that still says, man, I still want to be a part of connecting with people and letting them know that they have, you know, a place to belong. And because anytime I've created a video, I'll say this, I have to believe what I'm saying, oh, you yeah. know, or it, I can't do it. I just can't do it. And there's been times where I'm like, I can't do it this week. Can someone else do it? Because that week I just didn't feel like when I was saying felt, um, you know, legitimate. And that's really hard to get through sometimes because sometimes you're like, I just got to get the work done, Yeah, but it has to be real too. Yeah. So. Well, and I think that's what people are picking up on. Um, and that's that authenticity. That, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because so they can tell you that you believe in what you're saying. Yep, that's right. And and they've always known that about you. So that's why the relatability and the connection. And hey, that person can be my friend. I hope so. I think she is my friend. There was <laughs> one time. Walk up to her in the store. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was one time uh, Jamie and Zach Bilo brought a friend. And this is one of my favorite stories. And this was a few years back. And they had brought a friend. And he was sitting and he was watching one of the videos. It was one of the funny ones. And. He leaned over to Jamie and was like, I like that kid. <laughs> Talking about me. <laughs> right. Oh, yes. I like that kid. I like yeah. that kid. All right. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. So, yeah. I don't uh, know. I don't know what else to say. Well, there's probably a lot more to say, but um, we got to consider 
people are listening to. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, true. That's true. Yeah, that's there's right. a lot more things. But again, you know, if anybody has thoughts, questions, whatever, feel free to podcast at onelifechurch.org. Um, and I uh, would, you know, love to connect with you or if you have um, any thoughts on things coming up at One Life, you know, we'd love to connect with you that right. way. And we're continuing, you know, planning on continuing, you know, so with podcasts here, we have episode 120 in a few weeks, hopefully, um, as we. It seems like one of those numbers you got to do something that's, yeah. I don't know. 120. Around Christmas time. So. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. We'll talk about Christmas. Yep. No, I, I think the, I think what people need to know is that that approachability factor that you, you felt coming across the screen and you've, you found yourself, I like this person, I trust this person, that's real. I mean, I have worked with Sarah a lot, and uh, we've gotten to know each other fairly well and uh, have a lot of interactions and seen her in a lot of different venues and that sort of thing. And um, I can testify she is the real deal. And that's there's a few things better than that. And that's what does make it such a drag on our end uh, that she's stepping away from our world in the way that we've known it in the past. Um, and that's why no one's a, a big fan mm-hmm. of, of the big fan of her getting new opportunities and all that yeah. the same way you are when you, you know, when your kid leaves the house, you know, oh, I'm really glad you're going to college. But on the other hand, <laughs> I hate the fact you're going to college because yeah. you're, you're away from me. And that's right. That's what it feels like for me in, in some weird sense, you know, so. But uh, it, but it is interesting kind of on the other hand is I, I think of it now that one, the impact Sarah's made in my life, I think, then she'll be able to impact other people and the same connection that she's been able to make with the people in the, in the congregation through the videos. Then I think in a different way, but I, I think it's in a different sphere, in a different sphere of, uh, areas where she'll be able to impact other people's lives too. So yeah. it's ex- exciting for that. Yeah. Cause then she sure. gets to spread her influence. That's right. That's He's a bright so side way to look at it, Jimmy. Tell you, this is my emotional support today. Exactly. That's, 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 that's true. And mine too, for that matter. <laughs> Thanks for the upside pitch there, yep. Jimmy. Mm-hmm. So every day, you know, about 3, 3.30, make sure you go by the office exactly. to check on Jimmy. And he'll yeah. also just pick you up, lift you up a That's little true. Bit. That's there right. He'll be in that giant room by himself. By himself. Until we hire somebody. <laughs> I will Until we hire somebody. That's right. But yeah, no, I mean, I think that's, yeah, again, I'm excited for Jimmy. I'm excited for Jimmy to um, continue to build and upon and um, you're an awesome man and we're excited that you're here and going to be doing cool and amazing things. So I'm happy to be here. Oh my gosh. That's a line that we say around here too. Happy to be here. Happy mm. to be here. That was Ellen's line. So that's all right. That's always Ellen's line. Okay. Well, I guess we'll end the podcast now. For the here f- goes. last time ever. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Sorry. Coming back. We're not doing that. This fun music, you know, after we've had this conversation. (laughs) Anyway, again, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, We will, uh, we're going to be doing some cool things here around One Life Church. We just have one of the Explore Edition. You can, again, you can find that. Um, We've talked about Explore Editions before, what they are, have some Q&As for those, but you can go search for One Life Church on YouTube. Um, You'll see the One Life logo there. Click on that. Uh, Go ahead and subscribe. Uh, you'll get notifications and, and all kinds of things, all the great information. It's a little bell. Subscribe mm. there, right? Hit that church bell. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, all the things Jimmy stopped me about YouTube. Uh, but yeah, and we have some things coming up. We'll be having our Christmas celebration here in just a couple weeks on yep. December 19th, and then one service at we'll our campus. that day, so <gasps> that'll be important to people. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a great day. It is. All right. See you guys later. 